It is Well Talk Monday, and I'm excited that you decided to tune in and meet me at the well, the well, the well. What am I going to talk about? And God again said, ask the people. The well, the well. I want to see y'all win. I want to see y'all well. God is going to use this platform and this space to address different things that our culture needs a fresh, godly answer about. The well, the well, the well. It is Well Talk Monday, and I am excited um, to be on with y'all this morning. I hope y'all are having a great morning and just a great start to your day. Um, So over the past few weeks, we have been talking about relationships and all things love. And so we've had different men on every week um, just unpacking love and relationships from their perspective and their point of view. And so today I get to have an amazingly special guest on, my nephew, OJ the Juice Man. OJ, what's up? Everything is what's up, man. <laughs> Everything. So I'm excited. Thank you for coming on and for agreeing to um to talk to me today. So OJ is on. And today's episode, I know y'all probably was like looking real crazy when y'all saw the title. It is called Sex in the Kitchen. And so we want to unpack that just real quick. Um, because in no way is it meant to be um derogatory or anything like that. But what it really is, um, is to bring awareness that sex is more than a physical thing. Um, sex can start in the kitchen. It can start in the kitchen physically, however, it can also start in the kitchen in terms of the work. Work that has to go into, um, you know, even before you get physical or physically have sex, right? Um, so just intimacy and the connection and the work that it takes to build intimacy. And so, in fact, that is what this episode is all about. Um, it's about the levels of intimacy because in relationships, um, successful ones anyway, you have to know that there are levels to intimacy in order to make it work, right? Facts. So, Super facts. Yeah. So we're going to jump in and I'm going to just throw questions out at OJ and we're going to just talk about it. Just like normal convo. Let's get to it, man. All right, bet. So is it unfair? Because we just said that there are levels to this. There are levels to intimacy. Connections just don't happen in the bedroom, right? So is it unfair for women and men to get into relationships without knowing what they really need from um, their romantic partner? Without question, definitely. I think it's uh, immature. <laughs> immature, and I think it's also a waste of time. Facts. Um, it so much time is wasted, like so much confusion, so much. Just a, it's really bad when, again, you enter into a partnership mm-hmm. and it's like you don't know what do you want. And you Why don't you know here? what they want. Right. So now it, you create this bubble of confusion of where she's upset like with you and like you're mad at her, but you guys don't know why you're upset. Right. And you don't know how to fix it. No. Because you don't know what you want. Exactly. So I think from a woman's perspective, of course, because I can only speak from that, I think we do that a lot. Like I think, and I'm going to tell on us, I'll play like the bad guy. <laughs> I think we get into relationships and we're like, 
he needs to do X, Y, Z. He better know how to do A, B, C. And you don't even know if you like that for real. Yeah. Like, you're only asking him to do all of these things because it's what you've seen other people do or what yeah. you think is, like, the stereotype of a man. Yeah. But it's like, do you even really like that? What do you like, sis? Like, yeah. what makes you tick? Let him, you figure out what you desire, what you want, and then stop putting these unfair expectations on him. You haven't even done the work. Yeah. No, it's a, it's the same for guys as well. Um Oh man, I, I hate to like Snitch on the guys. Like the, the, the stereotypical um Snitch on the Like she has to cook and clean and mm-hmm. she has to like be a wife before I put a ring on it. And what are you doing to reciprocate that to match her efforts? Yeah. It's yeah. like you, you can't be you can't be jobless. You cannot be jobless. First off, it's, listen, <laughs> First. It's, listen, it's, it's 2019. Listen. It's no excuse for you to have a job, fellas. You can like, still you know. rap on the side, I guess. He, I uh, guess. Can, can we do something else on the rap? I'm just No shade. To... No shade. No, bro. all shade. Please don't rap. <laughs> don't rap. Do poetry. Don't rap. But have a job. Can we just strive to be politicians? Anyway. You no. know what I'm saying? Can we strive um, to be politicians? Nah, it's... Uh, <laughs> I think, yeah, I think that's the problem, just having unrealistic expectations that we place on each other, and that causes a whole bunch of conflict, because right. once that person, like, does the slightest thing we don't like, mm-hmm. then it's like all hell breaks loose from that point on. Right. So then it's, it creates the avenue for badgering, like, well, you don't know this, and you don't do that, blah, 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 and it's really, like... Unnecessary. Unnecessary. Right. So, as a single, right, um, and I know you are engaged to the beautiful Crystal Davis. Hey, baby. Hey, Chris. <laughs> um, but as a single, um, mm-hmm. when you were single, right, yeah. what, like, what should you be doing with your time? How should you be figuring out what you need? Because we're telling people, yo, you mm-hmm. need to know what you need, right? Yeah. So, as a single, you know, we're looking like, okay, well, how do I figure that out? Oh man, it super cliche, but you have to spend time with yourself. Facts. It's super important. Like don't don't be afraid to be with you. That's the problem, I think, with our generation. And yeah. th- this isn't like trying to like badger our generation, but one of the common themes I see throughout our generation is that this need and long longing for other people, right, to be with somebody, right, and. It's like we look to other people to validate who we are. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when that person doesn't validate who we are, we become like depressed and we go into like a, mm-hmm. a a different hole. And then, or like we may just start lashing out and just start acting out in ways that are not who we really are. Right. Um. Yeah, just it is so important and people don't want to do the work right but it's super vital it's super important and a lot of people work. are afraid to be with themselves like <sighs> what you afraid of like from what you might see or your baggage like but you have to be willing i think it is so unfair for you to be afraid uh, or you for you to be afraid yeah. to like see yourself but then try to put yourself with somebody else honestly that is so crazy yo prior to prior to uh 
Crystal, I enjoyed being alone. Right. I think just by nature, I'm a loner, mm-hmm. and I just prefer being in my no, own space. No, facts. You move so I different. Just, <laughs> I prefer being in my own space, but I think for the people who aren't that way mm-hmm. and the people who struggle with being with themselves, uh, again, it is so crucial because in those moments, you know, and not to get, like, super spiritual, mm-hmm. but in those moments, you can really sit down and reflect with God. Right. And again, those moments are super crucial because He'll he's a, like you. he's able to reveal you. Exactly. And whether you like that image you see or not, it's right. important to because know it and see it. in that way you realize, okay, I'm not as great as I thought I was. Facts. Or I'm not perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Like no one's perfect, bro. Right. And um, or just okay. I thought I had that area under control. Mm-hmm. I thought I was patient. Turns I out I, I lack patient. patience. Listen, I am horrible at patience. Right. Or yeah, just other areas that we think we've mastered, you know. But when we spend time with God, He says, "Nah, yeah, you're far from mastering that level." Yeah. So it's important to want to spend that time understanding who you are in God. Right. And I think that's like, again, not to get like super spiritual again, but I think before we can even understand who we are, we have to understand who God is. Right. And once we understand who God is, we can now filter our lives through or filter our eyes through that lens. Right. And once you are able to get that different perspective, that makes single life I guess easier, mm-hmm. or it make, it makes it better to manage so that when you when it's time for you to meet that guy or girl, your uh, your senses are like intact. Right. So it make it gives your single season purpose. Exactly. Yeah. Like it, it it's okay purpose. to be alone. It's okay to be alone because I think it is so <laughs> whack for you. Yeah. You don't want to be with you, but you want somebody else to be with yeah. you. You don't like you, but you want somebody Bruh, else to like you. You know what? <laughs> Uh, there's another common misconception that people have, like people in relationships are happy, and people that are single are miserable. Are miserable, right? That couldn't be far from the truth. Right. You have people out here who are in relationships like years who are miserable. Miserable. And you have people who are single and just enjoying happy life. as a lot. <laughs> Got candles and wine, listen, watching blowing dandelions. Yeah, facts, man. Like, just happy. man, listen, don't be in a rush. Don't rush it. Right. So enjoy your single season and get what you need out of it because it's preparing you for what's next. Cool. So let's jump into intimacy, Um, the layers of intimacy. How important is it for a man to know his love language? And do most guys even know what that is? Oh, my God. It is so important. Do Do you really feel like, though, most guys are like, oh, let me find my love language, bro? Like I'm 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 going to send to us. No. No. I feel like we proposed that to y'all. Facts. Okay. Without question. Like okay. that that's not even <laughs> Yo, so the first time I actually like Took learned the test. about <laughs> Yeah, like the first time I ever heard about love languages was with Crystal. Right. And it was a byproduct of actually talking with Pastor Vernon and um First Lady. Mm-hmm. And he brought up 
love languages, and I'm just like, I speak English. Yeah, like, (laughs) okay, love language. And again, Crystal was already hip to it, so took the test. And so, like, for those who aren't familiar with like the love languages, there are five. There are five. So, uh, it's words of affirmation, Mm -hmm. uh, gifts. uh, I'm going blank right now. Jesus Christ. Acts of service. Acts of service. Quality, quality time. Quality time and physical touch. Yep. And I think, so when we first took the test, I was quality time and physical touch. That's different. Yeah. Because most men are definitely physical touch. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Facts. <laughs> but um, I, I found that a lot of men are words of affirmation because they need that. Like they need to be like built yeah. up in that way. Or you know what I mean? No, I, I, I think for the most part, uh, I, I would agree with that. I mm. think we uh, men, and again, I'm, I'm going to stench on us. I love yeah, this don't, snitching don't spirit. Me, don't hate me. Well, no, I mean, I I think it's important for the other, for each other to know what we broke, like what we go through mentally and emotionally. And I think for for men, we whether we want to admit it or not, it's like we we love it when we when you tell us like, babe, did a great job. Mm -hmm. Like we we may not uh, verbally or Mm -hmm. like just physically express it, but like. The, the the way our like heart flutters mm-hmm. like babe like you killed it mm-hmm. or it's like yo babe you looking fine you looking babe. good mm-hmm. Just put a little oh, pepper in your stuff yeah. oh, <laughs> <laughs> stupid facts yeah it's facts. like uh or like babe I love you mm-hmm. I appreciate you mm-hmm. just like those little things like that you know it's it goes a long way like words. Again, you know, we, we want to play it off acting all like super macho and, uh-huh. and thuggish. Like, yeah. man, stop, bro. Let you her, know you let, like Let it. her love you, man. Let her love you. <laughs> let her love you, man. Stop playing, bro. Right. Let her love you, man. So, my love languages um, are acts of service. Mm-hmm. And um, my, my biggest one was acts of service. And my second one was the words of affirmation. So, okay. and acts of service in the way of take out the trash. Mm-hmm. You take out the trash, boy. I'd be like, yeah. you better take out that trash, <laughs> like, <laughs> or go change my tire. Like, I love that yeah. because to me, it says, "Yo, I care about you." Yeah. Um, it says, "I'm, I see a need, and I'm gonna meet it for you." Yeah. Like, that's big for me. And then, where's yeah. the affirmation? Like, when I walk yeah. past, you be like, "Girl, I walk with a love pet." <laughs> you know I walk in love. I see you looking good in jeans. Yeah, I yeah. see you. I see you. So, yeah. I think that it's um it's definitely beneficial to know your partner's love language because that definitely. it is the love language. It is how you definitely. communicate, right? Exactly. Um, and I think a lot of confusion comes when we're in relationships and we don't know, and we're trying to figure it out, or we have yeah. no clue. Um, you don't know how to love me. You can't properly love yeah. me if you don't know my love language. No, that that. I don't. I don't even know if I can just piggyback off that. I think you said it perfectly. Cause you giving me gifts, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, bro, yeah. don't give me gifts. Change the tire. <laughs> like, nah. you, you're running up my credit card bill. Like, no, nah, I, I think that that's very important. Um, to know what your love language is, mm-hmm. as well as your partners, because if you guys don't know how to communicate 
each other's like love language, there's always confusion Bad. and always drama. Bad. And I think to your point of acts of service, mm-hmm. you know, you you love it when he takes out the trash right. or when he washes the dishes right. or when he does laundry or when like washes your car. Right. Wash my car. Yeah. I'd be like, boy, thank <laughs> you. And then like he uh in, instead like he comes or like he comes home mm-hmm. and surprises you like with a, a, a nice watch mm-hmm. or some roses. And I'm sure you're not going to like not like the roses. Right. Right. But it's more so I appreciate the roses, but right. the kitchen is dirty. The kitchen dirty. And you've been home all day. Take on a little, little bit of initiative. Or love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's uh it's it's important for, for both parties to Facts. know what the love language is because it just it, it makes communication that much easier. Right. And you'll forever be missing the mark if you don't. Facts. And you'll be frustrated as yeah. the person that's like trying to love. Yeah. Like, I can't never do nothing right. Facts. But it's like no, it's not that you can't do it right. You're just it's not right. doing it how I like it. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like so yeah. definitely. Okay, cool. So when it comes to men knowing their love languages, how can a woman so it might be a listener listening right now. She like, mm-hmm. I'ma tell my man he need to read his love language, <laughs> right? So how what is a good way to propose the idea like? Is it like, hey babe, take this test? Um I don't think there is some like off the wall flamboyant way of right. just ask him. Just send them the link. Yeah, or you know, just I, just recommend it. Just say, you know, sit, sit them down. You know, while y'all joking, ha ha, kiki, kiki. You know, just say, hey, babe, listen. You know, it's been on my mind. Uh, I came across this love language test while listening to our Auntie Vaughn's podcast. Yeah. And you know, I think we should try it to right. see, you know, what our love language is and how we can better our relationship. Right, and watch it in hand. Is that it's gonna be great. Like you, you don't have to go above and beyond. Like right. no, just. And don't nag. nag. Do not don't. nag. Woo! Do Facts. Not, do not nag. Ladies, let me tell you something right now. Break it down, OJ. Teach the people that We hate when you nag us. <laughs> don't. Don't do that. Don't nag. Whatever you do, don't nag. <laughs> don't push it. Don't force it. Don't nag. Don't let do let it. it happen. Let it come naturally. Let it come naturally. Like, say what you got to say. Leave it on the table. Walk facts. away. And let him do with it what he will. Yes. I think... Uh, I think a problem in relationships, and I'm, I'm gonna say both sexes because mm-hmm. it. I don't think it's surely or just like just a woman thing. I think right. men are in this category as well. We want our partner to do this at mm-hmm. this exact moment, right? And it's like it doesn't work that way, right? Like you have to. They're people. Exactly, you yeah. have to give them time to process it. You're stepping on my toes right now. You have to give them time to like understand what's going on because if you're constantly forcing it, they're gonna shut down. It's just in human nature. Like if 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 we're presented with something that we don't know and we're all comfortable with, and it keeps being we keep being badgered by it, we're gonna shut down. And then that opens up a whole another avenue in relationships where you're trying to like 
articulate your point, but mm-hmm. you're doing it in a way to where it's aggressive. Right. Then he shuts down, and then you get mad at him, and then he's mad, then you're both mad, and then nothing, nothing gets is resolved. accomplished. And vice versa with him. He's like talking to her in like in an aggressive tone. Mm-hmm. She doesn't like it. She shuts down. He right. gets mad for her shutting down, and now they're buddy heads. Right. Like, so just cool out. Say what you need to say cool and walk away. Cool heads prevail. Cool heads prevail. That's it, man. <laughs> no facts. Kumbaya, man. Yeah. Everything doesn't have to be, listen, tell them about it. Like, hey, babe, listen, I have this idea that we should take the love language test. And if he says yes, that should take go. Take it, right. If he says, uh, let me look at it. Look at it. Tell them about it. Right. That, bruh, that's the perfect time. See, right. for women... Bro, that's the that's when you should be in your A game. Like if he says, "Hey babe, like tell me more about it." Boom, Boom. come with facts. Le- busting through the door. Facts, so man. My you got love the clip. Language is you got the clip ready for him. <laughs> right. So then he's like, "Dang, she can't prepare, dog." Right. right let, she let, did let, her research. Let, let me see what's about. Right. That simple. That. So, let's talk about ways because this whole podcast is on intimacy, right? Mm-hmm. And the layers of intimacy. So let's just jump. Mm-hmm. Especially in the church, right? Woo! Like, let's give the saints who are trying to maintain celibacy. Ooh, who's trying to oh Lord, <laughs> who's trying to keep themselves? Jesus Christ. Um, like, what are some other ways? And not even just for those those saints, because the truth yeah. of the matter is, anything can happen in relationships where, like, for instance, you have a baby, you can't have sex for six weeks, right? Like, you Ooh. have, or what if something medically happened? Yeah. Right, and you are just not able to for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Your relationship, although sex is important, cannot yeah. be built on that alone. Yeah. So it might not just be the people who are trying to maintain celibacy. It might be people who are trying to tap into new, you know, like levels of their relationship. Yeah, yeah. What are some ways that you can be intimate without having sex? Oh man, I'm a chef, so he is cooking. a chef. He's a chef. Cooking. Listen, a way to a man, a man's heart. Yeah. And yo, quiet as cap. Y'all women can eat. No, I know I can eat. <laughs> Sometimes I be embarrassed. I be like, right, yo, I'm not gonna get another Yo, listen, plate. we listen. We gotta kill. The, we have to kill the narrative of like men are just like hungry eaters. Right. Like, nah, y'all be crushing plates. No facts. Y'all be licking plates. And like, bro, why, why are you licking the sauce? Because the sauce like, is it's not that shit. And stopping it up with a biscuit. Because I love a roll. <laughs> I love a roll. I'm just like, yo, y'all, y'all worse than this. Yep. We love y'all though. It's kind of cute though. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> um, yeah, cooking, man. I, I think food is, food is a universal language. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, food is one of like the highest representations of love. And especially if you can cook, it's like, yo, they legit took out the time to cook for me. Yeah. And I be burning. I love it. I can you. cook. <laughs> yeah. I made it about me. <laughs> I can cook. Let's be clear. Oh, man. Yeah. So, uh, cooking, I would recommend all day, every day of the week. Uh, going for walks in the park. Yeah. Yo, for real, quiet as kept, walks in the park are super underrated. Yeah. It's just... Uh, that's what Crystal and I like. We did in mm-hmm. like for the first couple months in our relationship, we would just walk. 
Mm-hmm. And, and talk. It opens yeah, up communication. Yeah, that it's like just listening. It's like nature. Mm-hmm. And this sounds like very like earth. Earthy. You're so earthy. I don't know, man. Listen. Hey, listen. I'm, I'm enjoying God's creation <laughs> with what he created. Yeah. Okay. I see how you yeah. do that. I see how you do that. No, just walks, man. Like, it's a stress reliever. Okay. And honestly, I feel that uh, walking, it creates that space of where it reaches a new level of, of intimacy. And, you know, before you know it, you guys are just, like, sharing stuff right. that you thought you would never share with anyone. Mm-hmm. And it creates that closeness and that bond that you honestly wouldn't get if you, like, are just having sex. Right. Facts. Like it, I think sex is the easy way out. Sex is complicated. Sex is complicated, but sex is the... It's like, yeah, let's have sex. It's a cop-out. It's a cop-out. Yeah. It's a definitely it, a cop-out. Are we jumping ahead? We are jumping I'm ahead. I'm sorry. So let's slow down. Let's okay, go ahead. Okay. All right, all right, cool. Because right, right. um, that was about to get real good. So, uh, so okay, I got a, one. Another... Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so another <laughs> another one. Do fun stuff. Like, it doesn't have to always be... Paint night. Paint night. Paint um, night is underrated. Uh, uh, arcades. Have fun. Like, it doesn't always... Damon Busters. It doesn't ha- always have to be, like, sexy. Yeah. Candles. That's cool. Yeah. But, like, go have fun. And I know for women, I can speak to women, I think men want to see our fun side. I feel like we are, of like, course. multifaceted people, humans. Yeah. And so we have so many levels. So it's like if you can be a mother, if you can be a wife, a chef, yeah. um, if you can be a boss, right? Yeah. And at the same time, go have fun with him and his homeboys, yeah. like, and laugh and just enjoy. Yeah. I feel like there are so many layers that this man needs to see. Yeah. And I feel like that takes intimacy to, like, a whole nother level, too. Have fun. Loosen no, up. No man or woman wants a boring partner. Bruh. Keep the stat. I've had a boring partner, and I've had a... So I'm totally telling my business, and it's okay. Shame. <laughs> Shame. I've had a boring partner that was a good person, but yeah. I, like, um, what do you call it? Sense of humor was trash. trash. <laughs> and I'm such a child that you have got to have a sense of humor. We have got to laugh. Ooh. So when I, like, yeah. tried to make inside jokes and they would flop, I was yeah. like, that's a red flag. <laughs> you ain't the one. <laughs> like, because we got to have fun. We have to. You got- I think uh, laughter is a key component in what keeps the life in relationships. Facts. It's like the moment you guys stop laughing. Listen, it does. Thanks. Have inside jokes with your nigga. Like, have yeah. inside Wait, jokes. What? Like, I'm talking about you crack, across crack, the room. Crack on the couple you see walking across exactly. the street. Exactly. Like, you see what she got on Exactly. Do you see her? Trash, you see her? Like, I want to be able to be in a, in the same room with my dude, and yeah. we make eye contact across the room. Like, you, you see know. this nigga? Like, yeah. you see him coming? Matter of fact, you don't have to say anything. Just the, the, the eyes say everything, everything, bro. So much fun. Like, like, have fun. Create that dynamic. I feel like yeah. we can create intimacy yeah. in our relationships. Yeah. Like, create that. Yeah, I think it. I think we also have to distinguish sex from intimacy. Like they're two yes. different things. Yes, yes. Uh, I think. Unpack that, nephew. Uh, sex is obviously physical. Right. Obviously, um, and I think intimacy it goes beyond the physical. 
Right. Because uh, it, it, it involves, like, so much more, like, dealing with, you know, emotions, dealing with, like, the uh, intellect. Mm-hmm. And I think even, even to, like, a um, a certain extent is more so, like, spiritual. Right. Um, yeah, just knowing and getting to intentionally know someone on a level that doesn't involve physicality. Right. Because if... If you're only relying on physicality, if you're using that as a crutch, listen. Yo. Gravity. Y'all gonna get old. Gravity. <laughs> father time. Listen. Mother nature. Bro, listen. Y'all they are undefeated. Old, they are undefeated. <laughs> Catch it's up like, every time. Yeah, it's like you don't you don't want to be like in your 60s or 70s, you know, still trying to get it in. Facts. And it's and not can't. really getting the job done. Can't. And you don't know that person. Yeah. Y'all can't have a conversation. Imagine you don't know what, what yo, makes them tick. Imagine being with someone for X amount of years, and the only thing that you guys know each other like the only thing is sex. Mm-hmm. And someone were to say like, "What do you like about her?" You would be like, "Yo, like." You know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, this is, like, a super, super, like, honest moment. I don't think women realize how embarrassing it is mm-hmm. when people ask us. It's like, what is it you like about her? Because half the time, like, y'all don't know. Y'all don't know. Because, yeah. to your point, there was no type of intimacy created. Right. Outside, outside of, of sex. Yep. Like, it, it is, auntie, it is embarrassing. Yeah. And then she is looking at you like, Nick, you going to say something? You going to say something. You better like my ass or something. You better like my sense yeah. of humor. You better say something. Or it's just like, on, on, <laughs> on, on the flip side, like, I mean, as a woman, how would you feel if you were with a guy for X amount of years and someone came to you guys and said, oh, my God, you guys are a pretty couple. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they start, you know, divulging about, you know, their history with their partner. Right. And they ask you, hey, so, you know, John, what do you like about Danny shit? And he goes silent. How would you feel? I like I'm going to throw something at his head. Like, you don't like nothing about me. You don't know me. That's what I'm saying. Right. And then as a man, like, when that question gets asked, you know, to the woman we're dating at the time, whatever, and then she says nothing. Our pride is shot in. Yeah. Because it's like, yo, I haven't been doing anything. Right. This entire time. Right. So you mean to tell me that I've been cooking, cleaning. Yeah. Taking this trash. You can't out. tell. You can't tell them one thing. Not what thing. <laughs> right. Tell them, Let go something. Right. Right. You embarrassing us. Right. All these... As a unit, yeah, man, come as on, man, you mess up the whole vibe. Right. Yep. <laughs> know your partner well enough to be able to speak it on what so you love important, about man. them. Yep. So this is a good time to segue. Is mm. sex overrated in relationships? Oh man. Um. Oh man. I... It is important. Let's go ahead and clear it up. Like, let's go ahead and, and acknowledge. So we're not gonna sit here and act like, Facts. oh no, I'm I'm holier than thou. <laughs> sex is not important. Okay, sex is important. It's important. Yeah. But is it really everything? No. Can't be based on the conversation. No. It. Listen. 
So yes, it's sex, overrated. Sex is good. Right. However. However. Is it overrated? Yes. I think yeah. uh I think even with our generation, I think we um there's like too much emphasis placed on like physicality mm-hmm. and sex. It's like it's 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 unreal the uh the the unre- the unrealistic expectations that are placed on both men and women of our generation. Right. When it comes to sex. And can we go here? Let's go. Can we go here? Let's go. Cool. Um all right, listen. I'm let's keep it a stack. A whole a smooth I think stack. that men and women, when it comes to having sex, they have certain expectations. Mm-hmm. Of what they want their partner to do. Right. And it doesn't get met. And then they're just like, I'm not interested anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they they may have, like, saw this move. Right. I'm not swinging somewhere. from the ceiling. <laughs> because that's a hazard, number one. I don't know about these beams in the ceiling. Oh, and man. From now, the shower rod or something. From the shower rod. Yeah. And now yeah. I'm not good enough. Yeah, or even in oh, this is another thing. When we compare our current partner with yes. our last partner, yes, 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 and it's like, yes. yo, well, I mean, he was right. Well, go back with him. <laughs> if he was that good, so go back you know, with him. He, but this I mean, man is yeah. He he knew how to hit my spotlight right. every single time. Or right. with you know, she like she, hey, she, yeah, yeah, man, yeah, she, she did yeah, it. yeah, and it's like. It is completely unfair to the completely. person you're with because, let's be honest, like you're you're carrying baggage. Right. Baggage. However, you want to look at it. You need to check your luggage. Yeah, it, it's unhealthy. It's unhealthy. It's unhealthy. You're walking into, you're going somewhere else. Yeah. With somebody else. Yeah. And you're still carrying luggage. You yeah. need to check that. And can can we go even? Can let's go again. Let's go I deeper. Think even. Uh, the event of soul ties. Yeah. I think people underestimate how real soul ties no, are. No, facts. You in a relationship with Jesus you and the, the last three people you were with. Because you ain't got broken loose yeah. from the soul tie. I think... Honestly, I think just off of soul ties, sex is completely overrated. Yeah. I think just off that alone, I think, to your point, I think... We don't. Un- I think we feel to realize that sex is more. Even, I mean, even though we say like sex is a physical thing, I think it's more than that to a certain extent. Yeah. Because most definitely. Not only is it like, you know, is it physical, but you're also like depositing. Yeah. Like yeah. What she has in her body yep. is not being transferred to you. Yep. And vice versa. Right. Just on the physical level. Now, this is where we get like into emotions, right? Like you know, spirits mm-hmm. or whatever it may be. Like yep. you don't know what she's dealing with. Don't know, and now you're carrying it, and vice versa. Facts. Now you won't confuse that first sis 
Yeah. But with his indecisive self, yeah. you done laid down with him, yeah. and now you done woke up in a spirit of complete confusion. Yeah. Don't know where this relationship going, don't know what, like, you're carrying everything he was carrying. It's like, and again, that's just with one person. Right. Now imagine having multiple, multiple partners. sexual yep. partners. Yep. So now you have this, this snowball of, you don't know who you are. You, you everybody. You split. Schizophrenic. <laughs> you walk around split. You, you should have been on that movie. Like you, oh man. And yep. I, I think, I think people don't realize that. Mm-mm, they don't. People just think it of as, I'm going I'm to get mine. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a, yeah, I'm going to get mine and yeah. she's going to get hers. And Not then we're done. Knowing. And that's why it's also important that we don't do rebounds. Like, when you're in a relationship and it goes sour or you break up and then you go out here and just yeah. try to sleep with anybody to make yourself feel good in that moment, yeah. you don't even know him. You don't even know her. And not just on a physical level, but again, emotionally, spiritually, yeah. you are opening yourself up, not just yeah. physically, but on so many levels. Yeah. Um, and so we don't do rebounds. Yeah. Like, work like, through that. And another thing, like... You sleeping with, you know, X, Y, and Z amount of people, and you could possibly catch your STI. No facts. Because it, that's real. And you, you just can't. It, like, I think once people realize that sex isn't everything, I think their view will change in relationships. Right. Because, again, it's, it, it is so much more than physicality. It's like right. you have to, again, when you and her or when you and him get of age and the physicality isn't there as much anymore, right? what are you two going to do to make sure the relationship stays, stays alive. spicy right. feisty? Like right. You? What's your foundation? If your foundation is sex, that's mad faulty. Mm. <laughs> Listen, that is mad faulty. And I think it's important to add when c- levels of communicate or excuse me levels of intimacy when yeah. it comes to communication. Bruh. Stop having stop having makeup sex and thinking Bruh. that's it and thinking a conversation doesn't need to be had. Bruh. Like stop doing that because Bruh. you just having sex covering up the it's a whole body under this rug <laughs> and we gonna just act like it's not a body under the rug. Yo. Like we you only band aid like putting a band aid on a gunshot wound. Yeah. That's all Jesus sex Christ. is when it comes to arguments yeah. and communication. It is going to come up again. Yeah. You you know what? Yo, it is so funny you say that. Like, the whole makeup sex thing. Mm-hmm. And when people say that, yo, like, makeup sex is always amazing, blah, blah, blah. Okay, that may be true, but was the issue ever resolved? Was it ever resolved? Or y'all gonna have makeup sex to the same thing? <laughs> Let's have makeup sex to something different. <laughs> Like, like, because it, that shows that we're making progress. Yeah. No, <laughs> like, facts. Yeah. Same like, thing? It, I mean, like, for four months, we've been going back and forth on how, um, I don't know, what's, what's, uh, texting that girl. Right. Like, the first time I called you, I let it slide. Mm-hmm. Second time, I said, hey, babe, who was she? Right. And then you lied. Third time I catch you, is like, all right, nigga, stop it. Right. Like, 
leave why what is it that you're getting from her like, right you're with me right you want to be with me Let, but let's be clear or her right <laughs> and then but it's been going on for four months mm-hmm. and you're having makeup sex about the same thing. About the same thing. Over and over. And he's still texting her. Why? I don't, I don't, I don't. Look. Y'all having carry-on sex. Y'all look, just carrying this thing on. Leap that baggage. <laughs> the baggage, right. Drop it. Yep, I agree. So, when it comes to sex, mm-hmm. um, because culture teaches us a lot. Mm. That's all we get our context from. Facts. So why do you think the church doesn't talk about sex and it's like it's leaving millennials mm-hmm. um, in relationships without guidance? Mm-hmm. Our generation, like we are going to, we're looking at yeah. social media and Gucci and them yeah. and Cardi and them and, and like what? Why? Why is the church? Oh, man. I think. Well, let's be honest. Sex, sex in church is very taboo. I, I can't. Oh man, I I hate to like just hit the stunt button, but I think outside of TLC, I don't know. I can't think of any other church that I've been to mm-hmm. that openly talks about sex. Mm-hmm. And TLC is the best church. Okay. On this side of heaven, don't the play life yourself. Church. Do not play yourself. <laughs> don't. Hey, listen. Let's be clear. Don't ever play yourself. <laughs> don't ever. <laughs> don't ever play yourself. Don't ever play yourself, okay? man. Um, shameless plug. Facts. Shameless. Um, what else? Shameless. Hey, fifty-five, fifteen, Bryce Lane. Listen. Nine o'clock, ten forty-five, and twelve thirty. We got service tonight. <laughs> Meet us there. Oh, um, but I agree. I agree. We have healthy dialogue about sex. Yeah. Um, and I, outside of our church, honestly, I feel like we're left to figure it out. Yeah. And figuring it out um, yeah. yields a lot of bumps, bruises, diseases, yeah. babies, a lot of stuff that we shouldn't yeah. have had to go through. I think it's uh, I think it's taboo for me. I mean, a lot of reasons, obviously, but I think one of the main reasons it's taboo is because we've only heard about sex in the context of, you know, like man and woman, mm-hmm. but you got to be married. Mm-hmm. That's it. Anything mm-hmm. outside of anything outside of like the the uh, the holy union, mm-hmm. it's wrong. Right. Wrong. Right. And if you do it. Like you're gonna be cast yeah. to hell. Blah, Today, blah, blah. yeah, and it's like it, it creates this uh this fear that we all have when it comes to you know to having sex, and then God forbid if we lose our virginity before marriage, you right. know, it's like that. So like the the moment after you've lost your virginity with you know said person, you start freaking out, and it's like. Mm-hmm. Like I messed up. I'm going to hell. I'm going to hell. I can't. Like, even, I can't fix it. Yeah. So Thanks. now, so then you're having to wrestle with the thought of man, like my salvation. My, 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 yeah, my salvation is now at risk. Shot. Right. Like I, I don't feel comfortable in my own skin anymore, mm-hmm. and I think the church doesn't. Outside of TLC. Outside of uh, TLC. I think th- there isn't any healthy dialogue about, okay, you know, you had sex before marriage. Right. You know, 
whether it was uh, whether it was planned right. or whether it just happened. Like, okay, you did it, but here's how we can recover from it. Right. Like because you can recover. Like, let's be clear. Listen. You can recover, and I think it's a very this is a good time to remind the saints yeah. <laughs> that your salvation cannot be earned yeah it can't be lost like yeah. it's a one-time Facts. type of thing like you're set you're saved you're saved yeah. and it doesn't mean that we're telling you yo go out and do whatever no. because i also believe that as you grow in god there are just certain things that you don't want to do anymore because yeah. you you don't want to hurt him yeah. so i i believe that as you grow in him you know your taste and your appetite will change but what mm-hmm. i will say is that we all fall short and we all mess up. And so when you do, know that your salvation is not in question. You still going to heaven. Yo, can we address that real quick? (laughs) Yes, sir. Not to get on topic, but I want to drive home what you just said. Yeah. This, the the common fallacy that people that are outside of the faith that are Mm -hmm. looking at us. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Christians are not perfect. Right. Sorry. Right. If, if that's what you believe, mm-hmm. then I feel sorry for you. For you, right? Because, like, you're you're so busy casting judgment on people who are trying to get it right, right? Daily, daily, like daily, we are yeah. trying to figure this thing out, yeah. and get it right. And yeah. so, I totally agree. I think it's uh, it's it's brilliant. Shameless plug. Uh, Pastor Vernie, he says, you know, we are imperfect people serving a perfect God. Mm-hmm. I think that brilliantly sums up the uh, the Christian experience. Is right. Like, we are not perfect. Right. However, I don't, and I don't, I don't even think to a, a certain extent we're striving to be perfect because we're like we're always going to miss the mark. Right. <clears throat> However, I think. Should we live our lives, you know, according to how Jesus lived his life? Most definitely. I think right. that I think that's that's the model that we try to craft our lives around. Right. But <clears throat> Christians are not perfect. Like, you know, do we have our moments where we get in our flesh? All the time. Yeah. Do we have yeah. moments of where, you know, we we let our tongue get the best of us? All the time. Right. Do we have moments where, you know, our mind wanders off? All the time. Yep. But I think it's the, the conscious effort of saying, hey, even though I'm experiencing this, I'm intentionally choosing to go in the opposite direction. Right. Right. It's like. And it, it's like, what is, how can I bounce back? Like you fall. You failed, you messed up, you said it, you did it, yeah. you participated. What? But yeah. then, like, I so believe we beat ourselves up. Like, I feel like we are holding on to <coughs> stuff that God is let, like, he's letting go up. And I really believe, like, this is going to free some people that are listening. Yeah. Because it's like, you're holding on to what you did or the mistake that you made. Yeah. And it's like, yo, let it go. God, let yeah. it go. Like, he's not mad at you, but yeah. you have to release it. Like, you have to let it go and figure out, okay, boom, I did it. How am I gonna grow from yeah. this? How can I move from this? No, I, I think that that is one of the greatest tricks Mister. that Satan has up his sleeve, like the ability to, and again, like we're, we're humans, so we're we're constantly in our minds 
all the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I, I feel like that's, that's like Satan's playground, mm-hmm. the mind. Definitely. Like, because if he can... If you let him run. Yeah, if, if, if you let him get a loose in your mind, yep. then all chaos happens. Mm-hmm. So, if, if he can, like, constantly plant those ideas of, I missed the mark, mm-hmm. I messed I up. I did like, it again. Like, or I did it again, or God isn't happy with me, or, you know, I failed God, blah, blah, blah. Like, I, w- whatever it is that's contrary to what the word says. Right. Those thoughts begin to manifest. Right. And now you've created like this whole new reality in this whole new world. And God is like, bro, like, yeah. I, I what, won't what, even what are you doing? Bad. Yeah. Like, like you, ever, you ever did something and was scared to go home and tell your mama, like, your mama already knew. Yeah. And you like shook to go home. Yeah. And she's like, boy, I know. Come on. Yeah. Like, just come in the house. Yeah. Come on. I think it's that's. The grace of it, bro. No, listen. It's like his grace. Yeah, it's like and <laughs> here's the thing. He already knows you're gonna mess up. Yeah. So at that point, there's no need to fight it. Yeah. Just own up to it. Like, hey, God, I messed up. Mm-hmm. Help me with this addiction. Help me right. with this hurdle. I keep, falling. you know, falling over. Help yeah. me get past this point. And the whole time is like, yo. My grace is sufficient. Yeah. His grace is so sufficient. Yeah. And it's like, you you got to block out those thoughts. Yeah. Like, you, come on, man. Yeah. And I don't know how this ties back into sex being taboo, but uh, I think that the, the, we have to break the stereotype of, um, or, or just like the, the mindset of, you know, people are like being perfect. Right. Like, people are going to slip. Right. Um, yeah, and I think that with this generation, is like society beats church mm-hmm. to having the sex conversation. Mm-hmm. So now mm-hmm. you have mm-hmm. an entire generation that's grown up on this distorted and perverted idea of what sex is. Yeah. And then the church has to counter that. Yep. And it should be vice versa. It definitely should. It should be be like from from the time that kids or from the time that they're interested. Yeah. They can bring it up. They can bring it up. Yeah. But when I feel like in church, like um, you know, we bring it up. It's like, oh, what? Be quiet. Or yeah. it's like we shove it under the rug. But no, if, if they're bringing it up, that means that somewhere yeah. they're exposed to it. So as the church, we need to sweep in and be like, okay, yeah, Definitely. but this is what it is. This is how, yeah. like, you use that and, and take it to your advantage. Because like you said, society beats the church yeah. all Listen, the time when it comes to sex. I feel like, how, how many hours are we, like, I'll say in general that we're in church, like, in the, in the week, so... On Sundays, what from an hour and a half to like maybe four hours, depending on if you right. like if you're in the Pentecostal. You know what I'm saying? Because if you Pentecostal, yeah, yeah. you get all glory, day. huh? That glory, that glory, a whole. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think so. You're in church for an infinite amount of time, right? In seven days. Yep. So you have one day you're in church. Uh, now if you have like meetings on like every day like us. that's different <laughs> however 
Yeah, TLC, y'all. I love y'all. Listen, anyway. We love y'all. Uh, <laughs> but these um, memes, I'm playing. <laughs> uh, so, like. We're going to get emails. So, you have six days of where we are constant. Well, if, if you're. If you're closely guarding yourself, I'll say that. Right. Unless you're closely guarding yourself and what you're intaking, nine times out of ten, throughout those six days, you're going to be exposed to like some level mm-hmm. of sexual content. Yep. Whether it, whether it's like implicit or yeah. explicit, you're going yeah. to be exposed to it. And again, I keep going back to the fact of the kids in our generation. I feel like I mean I I don't know how it was like in our parents' generation, our grandparents' right. generation, but I feel I'll, like it was like a now. secret. Like, like they yeah, didn't yeah, talk yeah. about it. Like it yeah. just it had, because think about it when they got pregnant, they like got shipped off. Yeah, you know what it, I'm saying? It, it was like it was, it was taboo then too. And the uh, the conversation of like um, shacking up. Yeah. Or, you know, if you if you're getting pregnant, oh now you have to get married. Mm-hmm. So it's like the, these unhealthy cycles that mm-hmm. have been created from our like from that our grandparents biblical. that yeah. our parents generation that have been passed on to us. Right. And on top of what society. we see like through entertainment and society, yeah. And these kids, like my, my heart goes out to them for real because all they know is what they see. Mm-hmm. And society is painting sex as sex is life. Right. Facts. Sex is life. Yep. And these, you know, they're they're getting sucked into a hole of where, you know, it's a lot of unhealthy, like a lot of unhealthy lifestyles. Yeah. You know, and then that you know, opens up the avenue for a lot of unhealthy relationships. Yep. And so then you have uh, X amount of partners mm-hmm. and you don't know why you're crazy. Facts. And you have, um, you keep bouncing from person to person to fill this void of, why, why do I feel incomplete? When the real, when the, the reality of it is yeah. you need to be by yourself. Back to the beginning of the podcast. Yes, like it. <laughs> you need to be by yourself. You I just think that yourself. it. The the. The older generation. Well, no, I'm not. I'm not the older generation. But I would just say that the the ones, the people that are willing to have that, explicit, and, honest conversation about sex, comes to the forefront. Right. Like these Step kids up. need to know what the real issue is. Right. And also. From a biblical standpoint of what sex was intended to be, like, also, I think, you know, if if we look at it from the, the biblical perspective, like, marriage is an, or sex is an amazing thing. Right. Within the right confounds. Right, right. Like, so, right. of course, you know, within marriage and then, you know, with, with person, but it's like... So, what if we paint the picture of that for kids for people for us for our generation like yo we're not saying sex is bad sex is great but within a certain confounds like you said like because because when you do it outside of that confounds it becomes so much more complicated yeah 
And you don't have to go through that. You don't have to walk through that. You don't. So we can talk. We don't have to not talk about it. We can yeah. talk about it. But let's put it in the correct frame that right. it's supposed to be in. And I feel like it's the church. Like, let's be the safety net. When people mess up, let's be the safety net. When kids want to talk about it, let's be the safety net. Let's be the yeah. one who catches them and, yeah. and talks about it. And it's like, it. stop, stop denying these kids of information. Listen, they're going to find out regardless. Because, exactly. And you, you, what trips me out is we'll neglect the children of the knowledge. So then they go to the world. Yep. And they right? got to experience it. And then we see them go into the world and then we judge them and then yep. we cast them away. Yep. Like. It, but they brought it up and you told that them doesn't, to be quiet. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like right. this kid or these kids, they want to know. The ins and out of what sex is from a biblical standpoint, mm -hmm. you cast them away, so then they go out to the world and get the uh, the distorted, perverted version of it, right. and then you know with your like goody two shoes, yeah. you're looking at them like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you should be ashamed of yourself. Right. God is so not unpleased. pleased. Like how the how is how dare you? Right. Like right. the the arrogance. Like it that that just it 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 bothers me a whole lot. That right. that bothers me a whole lot. So I think to to sum it up, like the the church just needs to get ahead of the ball. Yeah. And don't be afraid to have the conversation. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's uncomfortable. But it's or, not uncomfortable. No, not we really, no. Yeah. It's yeah. Not, Scratch it's not that. It's not uncomfortable. It's life. Yeah. And I think. You know what? I think a reason why it's uncomfortable, like for most people, is because why are you sitting in the chair like that? You sat real. No, no. I think it's uncomfortable, like for most people, or like I guess for our the older generation, is because mm -hmm. um, you know some of them may view it as like something sacred, right? And they don't want to like disclose that information to people, right? That could be one, or it could be you know. The place that they're at now in their life, mm -hmm. and like with their walk with Christ, mm -hmm. you know, they want to carry a certain image, mm -hmm. and it's like they never, uh, they never acknowledge the life they had before, before Christ. Like, let's talk about BC. Like, these BC. kids see right through the phoniness, bro. And not even just the kids, us. Us. Uh, let's let's talk about us. <laughs> us. We see through it. Like. Be but authentic. Be, these kids own your story. These own kids your need some type of truth, man. Yeah. And it's like, how how do you scratch that? Like, how do you even expect God to listen to to be? How how do you expect him to like just honor what you're doing? Right. Because you're not even the person you say. Yeah. You are. Like, how you gonna bless you? Whole time he like, bro, you. you you cat, man. Whole time. <laughs> he like, where the real you at? Because who is this? Like you, you, you sitting behind a pulpit acting as if you were cat. Like, bro, I, I, I know what you were doing when you were right, eighteen. Right. You were nineteen. Right. With those uh, four chicks. Listen. Don't be cat. All right. <laughs> I'm listen. I'm done. I'm done. Yo, this is good. <laughs> this is really good. You schooled the people, nephew. Auntie is proud hey, of you. No, I think. No, nah, it's just because I think this is like an important conversation with our yes. generation. Yep. And I think people just need to know that sex is. Sex is 
a great thing, but just under the, the right parameters. Right. And it's not everything. And there yeah, are layers. There are layers to love. Yeah. There are layers to relationships. There are yeah. layers to intimacy. Yeah. And it's up to us to uncover them and tap into them. Definitely. If we don't, we won't get the maximum yeah. use out of our relationship. Fact. Like you're doing yourself a, a like huge disservice yeah. by only limiting it to sex. Yeah, it's like stop using sex to solve Stuff. problems on that intimacy <laughs> can solve. Oh, that's good. Like, Say it again. Stop using sex to solve problems that only intimacy can solve. Facts. Like it stop it. Like if if she's like constantly telling you about um, whatever it is, like uh, if if she's voicing her frustrations about work. she feels as if yeah work or she may feel as if she's not being heard or mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. she feels as if her worth isn't being um uh, what I'm looking for like. Her worth isn't being. She's not held to that. Yeah, mm-hmm. or you know, if if she's spilling her heart out to you, and the only thing you can think of, oh, I'm about to, I'm about to get mm-hmm. you tonight, mm-hmm. bro. You you've already missed. The, you you've you've missed the point. Right. You've missed the point, bro. Like, if she's telling you how she feels. That's the perfect moment to implement intimacy. Right. Yep. Listen. Listen is a, like listen. listening is a form of intimacy. Facts. And not listening to respond, but listening to understand. Sometimes just shut up. Yeah. Shut up. Yep. And listen. Yep. Like sometimes women just want you to know, or women just want to know that you're listening. Right. They want to know that you understand, right. bro. Like, that you hear me. Shut up. Mm-hmm. Hey, li- hey, fellas, listen. Shut up. <laughs> Say it again for the people in the back. <laughs> Listen. Like, yes. just, just, yo, let, and, let her talk. And, you know I mean? um, to completely opposite what he just said, also talk back. Shut up and talk back. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a, that's a crazy <laughs> command, right? Shut up while yeah. you're talking. No, I'm like, I, I know, I, I think. But talk back, too, yeah. because a lot of times men clam up. Like, yeah. so it's like, okay, you might be listening, but you're, like, hoarding my information. Yeah. You, so I'm telling you everything. Yeah. I think... And you're not doing nothing You know what? You. Let me explain why. I think... Uh, we don't... To... I'll say this. It varies. I'll say that it varies. But I think um, some of us... Or I think just... I'll... I'll, I'll I'll generalize it, whatever. I think men, sometimes we we don't know what to say in those moments. So think on it, but come back. Don't yeah. let me spill my heart out. Yeah, or, then, or it's like we, we don't know how to channel that side, I guess. Yeah, like, that's it, exactly how, what it is. How, how to be verbal. Right. I think that's a verbal better way. That's a better way. Being mm-hmm. verbal and vulnerable. I don't think... it. It can be a challenge for some guys. Yeah. Because, you know, some guys are just like very sheltered and closed yeah. in. So when they're when they have to face that moment with their woman mm-hmm. of where she's like venting about whether it's her job or whether, you know, her girlfriends are tripping or whether right. her mom or pops or siblings they're acting crazy, you have to be able to meet that need. Right. For her. Right. And 
um, don't always look for like the the deep philosophical thing to say. Right, right. Sometimes just like, babe, I understand. Right, it's gonna be okay. Right, just relax. Yep. Yep. Oh, hey man, that's crazy. Yeah, that hey that. That's crazy. That's crazy. You right, man. That is crazy. <laughs> yo, babe, she was tripping. No, facts. Like, whole time, yo, your, your um, wifey might have been in the wrong, but you but don't you say still, that. Like, you don't say that. Babe, yo, she was what? She was And you need me to pull up? Like, right. Like, <laughs> right. Let, let us know that you hear us. Yeah. Yo, this was fun. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on. Yeah. So, let's do two more things. Okay. We have the million dollar question. Uh-oh. So that is the question that everybody who has came through the podcast have a- has answered. So the million dollar question is, what is a myth that you want to bust about dating? Um, Jesus Christ. Uh, stop expecting your spouse to be perfect. Mm. I think... Um, the uh, setting unrealistic expectations yeah. on your partner, it can um, it can mess things up. Yep. It can really mess things up because, uh, and again, you could be basing your expectations off of what you saw your parents have. Right. Or what you saw on TV. Or you could have just thought of it, just, you know, it's imagination. Right. You done thought this very Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this, you know, you're you're asking him to do these things and it may not even be his character. Right. Or vice versa. It may not even be who she is. Right. So it's almost like you're you're asking you're uh you're asking your significant other to be like your best friend's boyfriend mm-hmm. or your home dude's girl. Or you're asking her to be like like your mom, right? Or you're asking him to be like your dad, right? And it's like that's not who I am. That's not who I am. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm me, right? So I think you have to understand who you're with, right? Like I mean, like really, really understand and know who you're with, which yep. goes back to intimacy. Yep. Knowing and understanding who your partner is, Thanks. and. Also being, uh, being okay with the idea of like they're not perfect. Yeah. Like they're going to mess up. Like we're human. We're yeah. going to mess up. Like guys, like women, we're going to say stupid things. Right. And like nine point five, not nine point five times out of ten, it's not even intentional. Right. Like we just said it because we thought it would. Because help it, help in the moment. It and y'all just said it. <laughs> y'all thought it, it popped up, and you said it. Instead of filtering Oh, uh, yeah. You know, it, it, it happens, man. Yeah. But I think, um, yeah, just, and even for men, too, um, stop placing these, like, unreal, unrealistic expectations on these women. Yeah. You look like a clown, bro. You a clown. And whole time, <laughs> this this is what kills me. Stop having unrealistic expectations when you don't even need them. Listen. Cat. My my credit score <laughs> gotta be a seven hundred. Your credit score is a five sixty seven. Your credit score is a five sixty seven. You get that up and then holler at me. What? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You, you can't I agree. you can't have these 
these godlike expectations. And you bringing nothing yeah, to the table. Yeah, you walking around like a mere mortal. No, <laughs> a mere mortal. I'm just saying, <laughs> like you can't, you can't have. Yeah. You can't have, um, caviar taste on the Burger King budget. Listen, on Wendy's, you know on a mean? four for four budget. Like yeah, like ma- manage your budget. Manage right? your budget. All right, it's like know what you can do first before you go looking for someone else. Right, right. It's that simple. Right. Like, stop putting yourself through, you know, relationships of, you know, well, he didn't do this or, you know, he wasn't man enough, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, what were you doing? Right. And vice versa. You were mad because, you know, maybe like she didn't like wash the dishes or she didn't, whatever it is. But, bruh, what did but you do? Do you do you take out the trash and, yeah, and did, leave? My, did you change Minimum. your oil, my nigga? Did you change or is your car clicking? Huh? Huh? Hey, she had the uh the stoplight, her alternator went out, and you don't know what to do. Don't know. Wait, you all had her nails done, hair done, toes done, and you take a shower once a week. Oh brother, that's what? cat. Yo, you gotta get it together, G. Get yeah. up every day and take a shower. <laughs> shower every shower daily. Okay, like that. Like you, you want her to be like super fit and super toned, but you got a, a beer belly, bro. Yeah, steady you cap. You cap. Stop. <laughs> you cap, bro. <laughs> I love it. I love it. OJ, so tell the people where they can find you. Tell them anything you have going on. You are an amazing oh, um, everything. Tell them what chill, you got going chill. on. I have. Uh, well, first off, you can follow. You can find me on uh, IG. Uh, the at sign uh O D O U R V. That's I'm sorry, O D O U E R V. That's it's actually my chef the, page. It's gonna be in the comment that's, section. Yeah. So yeah, just cool. follow that's the my chef page. And then like <laughs> if you wanna follow like my actual like personal IG, it's uh Uncle Young Lou. Uh what do I have in works? Uh just like the whole chef thing. Yes, he's Honestly. an amazing chef, y'all. He's you know TLC I mean? chef. <laughs> and I uh, also have a couple stuff that I can't share just yet, but it involves Auntie Vaughn. So yeah. be on the lookout for that. Please do. Um, yeah, that that's pretty much it. Well, and nephew, I appreciate you. Anytime, man. Thank you. Anytime. Love you, kid. Love you. It won't stop. It's okay because I can't, um, I can't, uh, fix this. Wait, how-